Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R at liquidiv.com. Welcome to r slash am I the butthole where an entitled brat destroys $3,000 worth of collectibles. Am I the butthole for demanding my cousin reimburse me for her kids? So, I'm a 24-year-old guy, and I'm a fan of Dragon Ball. It's something I've loved since I was a child, and I've bought some merchandise over the years. Basically, I had a shelf in my room with some figures, some sets of Dragon Ball and a Goku drawing that I worked really hard on. My female cousin, who's 33, came over unannounced today with her three kids, a 16-year-old girl, a 15-year-old boy, and a 14-year-old girl. Now, I love my cousin and her kids. I don't mind them stopping by even when I'm not here. My cousin has been like an older sister slash mother to me all my life. She told me they stopped by my place because the kids wanted to see me. I let her know that I'd be back in a few minutes, that I just had to go buy some groceries. I return home, put my groceries away, and speak with her kids. Everything's going well, until the 14-year-old asked me for some money. I deny her request because I don't get paid for another week, and nothing special is happening, so I'm not just out here giving money away. The 14-year-old gets infuriated and says that I let her down. It's whatever to me, and we chill for a few hours until they leave. That happened yesterday. Today, I came home from work, and I got a text message from the 16-year-old saying, I'm sorry, Unc. My sister said that she left something at your place. So, I get home and check, and my shelf is annihilated. All my Dragon Ball stuff is thrown down and broken. The figures are missing body parts. My Dragon Balls are broken, and that drawing that I spent three months finishing was cut to shreds. Some of my hoodies, shirts, and hats are missing. I broke down crying, and I called their mom. I tell her that I need her key back, and I tell her what her daughter did. 
I then tell her that she owes me about $1,500 for this, and that's me being generous. I spent well over $3,000 on this stuff, and I needed something back for this. She tells me that she'll give me back my key, but that I'm seeing no money from this. I tell her it's her responsibility since they're her kids, and also, the key is for her, not her whole family. She said that she didn't care, that I'm not getting any money, and that's it. I've banned her from my house until she pays me, and she says so be it and refuses to pay me, saying that it's my fault for not locking my game room door. But that door doesn't even have a lock. Am I the butthole for demanding that she pay me back? OP, you have a really easy path to fixing this. First, call the cops and file a police report. Second, make a claim with your insurance. Third, take your cousin to small claims court and win because this is an easy win. Alternatively, the more butthole solution would be to go to your cousin's place, go to the 14-year-old's room, steal every single thing you have, take it to your place, and say, I'll give it back to you once you pay me for my figures. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your cousin and her kids get 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for suggesting to my friend that she should shave? I'm a 29-year-old woman, and my friend, Emily, who's 32, is an amazing person. She's fun, adventurous, intelligent, super active, a fantastic cook, outgoing, and just a great girl to be around. A few years ago, she decided not to shave anymore. Legs, armpits, and female areas, out of protest to the patriarchy, resulting in her having very long, dark hair everywhere. A few days ago, we were having a beer, and she told me how sad her dating life was, that she kept meeting guys and having very fun dates, but never got a call back. Or when she tried asking for a second or a third date, she would get rejected in a very generic manner. Now, after telling her, you're so gorgeous and wonderful, the right man will come, don't worry, multiple times, I decided to go out on a limb and say something along the lines of, I know this is a very superficial thing to say, but do you think that it might help a little if you would shave? She was very taken aback and told me she was disappointed I would suggest she change her appearance for men and that I was the reason so many women were suppressed. I immediately apologized, but the evening was pretty much ruined. I texted her the next day apologizing again for hurting her, but she hasn't replied. I really didn't want to hurt her, but I also don't quite see how my comment was that bad, so I'm not sure how to phrase my apology. Also, OP clarifies in a comment that her friend wasn't just venting, she was actually asking OP for advice. So I feel like this is pretty easy because she was asking you for advice, and you gave her advice, and so if she doesn't like your advice, then that's kind of on her, not on you. I see some people saying that not shaving is a value statement, so if you tell her to shave, you're telling her to change her values, which I guess is true, and that is kind of buttholy, but I mean, at the same time, she was asking for advice, so what is OP supposed to do, just bite her tongue? I gotta say though, I would be surprised if the real reason why she's not getting second dates is because of armpit hair and pubic hair. Unless she's putting out on the first date, I feel like most men wouldn't even notice that she has armpit hair, especially if she was wearing, you know, something with sleeves. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe they live in Miami, so it's super, super obvious. It's just my guess is that the problem isn't hairiness, and the problem is more like personality, attitude. Man, I don't know, actually. I'm going down in the comments. This is a super mixed bag. About half the comments are saying, not the butthole because she asked for an opinion, and you gave an opinion, so what's the problem? 
And then the other half are saying that the friend has a principle and she should stand by her principles and OP telling her to change her appearance is wrong and that any man who would dump a girl because she doesn't shave is not the type of man you want to date anyway, so you're the butthole for saying that she should lower her standards. But I don't know, am I weird? This is like, I don't think this is the issue. I really don't. How would you even know that she was hairy on the first date? It's just, I don't, I don't care about a girl's armpits. I don't look at her armpits. I don't think about her armpits. I don't, I don't, I don't smell her armpits. I don't touch her armpits. So how would I even know that her armpits are hairy on the first date? Especially if she's covered up because she's wearing long sleeves. I think the issue has got to be personality. If she can't get a second date, it's probably just because she's not pleasant to be around for whatever reason. I feel like the pit hair is a red herring here. Am I the butthole for refusing to make sure things are equal between my daughter and my stepdaughter? My wife and I each brought a daughter from previous relationships into our marriage. Despite only being a year apart in age, our daughters are completely different, and that's why I'm here. My daughter has always been athletic and outgoing. Growing up, she played basketball, softball, soccer, volleyball, even golf. In middle school, she picked up tennis and never looked back. I paid for her to have private lessons, and when she found out how much I was paying for those lessons, she decided that's what she wants to do as her teenage job. She's now a junior, is one of the best players on her high school team, and she's teaching tennis lessons. She teaches elementary school kids and charges 75 bucks per hour per kid. With her skills and her outgoing personality, she has a waiting list of kids and makes about 1200 bucks a week. Jesus! She's a junior, so she's like 16 or 17, making 1200 a week? Wow! She could make more, but I limit her hours so she can concentrate on school. My stepdaughter is reserved and not very athletic. We always tried to sign her up to the same sport and team with my daughter, but she either objected or quit a couple of weeks in. I get it. Sports aren't for everyone, so I never made her feel bad about it. My stepdaughter recently turned 16 and got a job at a burger place nearby. She's making 13 bucks an hour and brings home less than 200 bucks a week. My daughter recently decided that she wants to be independent by buying her clothes and electronics with her own money. Obviously, she can afford the latest styles and gadgets. She recently bought herself a top-of-the-line Mac computer. My stepdaughter is jealous of her sister, and she's been very vocal about it. While me and my wife were in bed last night, my wife said that it was unfair that one is making so much more than the other. I answered that there's nothing that we can do about it, and it's a good life lesson for the girls. My wife then suggested that we have my daughter use her money to help my stepdaughter buy the same things, or we can pay my stepdaughter the difference between the two of them. I laughed because I thought that my wife was joking, but she wasn't. We whisper argued for about an hour before we went to sleep. This morning, she brought it up again and said that I'm refusing because I'm playing favorites, and that's a butthole move for a parent. We argued until we had to leave for work. The top commenter says, not the butthole, what is fair is not always what is equal. Yeah, the super important thing here is that OP and OP's wife treats the two girls equally, not that the entire planet Earth treats them equally. Right, that's your job as a parent, to give unconditional love and to treat each one like you love them equally. But you can't get angry that different life choices result in different life outcomes. I'm super on your side, OP. Paying your stepdaughter extra money to bring her up to the level of your daughter would just be showing favoritism to your stepdaughter because why isn't your daughter getting that much money? And then the even worse suggestion of getting your daughter to give some of her money to the stepdaughter is basically punishing your daughter for succeeding and rewarding your stepdaughter for failing. 
Well, I don't know about failing. Failing is kind of a strong word. She's like 16. I think a 16-year-old making $200 a week is, you know, kind of normal and reasonable. So calling her failing is a bit harsh there. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your wife is delusional and gets 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for making my husband leave a wedding reception with me? I'm a 32-year-old woman, and my husband and I have been married for 8 years and have 2 kids ages 6 and 4. I'm currently 7 months pregnant with our third child. This has been by far my worst pregnancy. Overall health-wise, me and the baby are fine, no major issues. But the general fatigue and discomfort of being pregnant while also having two other kids to take care of is wearing on me. I've also had more nausea and terrible heartburn. As a result of me being tired literally all the time, my husband has had to take on a lot of additional household and childcare duties. He's been great about it, and things are still running smoothly, even though all I can do is about one-third of the household chores and the kid stuff that I usually do. This past weekend, we attended a wedding for one of my friends from college. My husband knows a lot of people in this friend group, and he was really looking forward to some adult social interaction. The wedding was a three-hour drive from our place, so he got his parents to babysit and booked a hotel so he wouldn't have to drive home and we could enjoy the reception. I felt fine all day, up until halfway through the reception. Then, it was like I hit a wall energy-wise, and I started getting terrible heartburn. My husband was off mingling with people, while I pretty much just sat at a table for over an hour talking with whoever came by to say hi. My husband came over to check on me, and I told him that I wasn't feeling well and I wanted to leave. He asked me if I'd be comfortable taking the shuttle back to the hotel by myself so that he could stick around and keep socializing. I told him that I want him to come back to the room with me in case I start feeling worse so that he can take care of me. He didn't protest or argue with me, but he did give a big sigh in the, ugh, okay, fine, kind of way. When we got back to the room, I was so exhausted that I fell asleep immediately. He was short with me all morning as we were getting ready to leave. A lot of one-word answers kind of stuff. On the way home, I asked him what his deal was, and he said that he was frustrated that I made him go back to the room with me only for me to fall asleep. He said if he knew that I was just going to fall asleep, he would have stayed at the reception for longer. He said that this was his first social interaction that he's had in months, and with a new baby coming, it'll probably be his last social interaction like that for months again. I told him that I didn't make him come back with me, I just told him that I wanted him to in case I felt worse. I also told him that my health should be his priority over any social event anyway. He said that wasn't really giving him a choice, because if he stayed, even if I fell asleep immediately like I did, then I would still hold it against him because he chose wrong. He said that he was just enjoying behaving like an adult instead of a dad for one night, and he's allowed to be frustrated that was cut short. It might just be hormones, but his attitude is making me feel guilty about this. No, OP, it's not the hormones that's making you feel guilty, it's that he's right and you're wrong that's making you feel guilty. Girl, it's heartburn. You said it yourself that your husband has been spending extra time with the kids and chores, so you can't endure a little bit of heartburn to let your husband have a good time for one night? And your husband's right, you were being controlling. If it were some kind of physical condition that required him to help you, like, I don't know, both your legs are broken, then I could totally understand. Heartburn? What do you do with heartburn? You just lay down and have some Tums. When you said you wanted him to take care of you, what were you expecting? For him to sing you lullabies to get to sleep and to rub your feet? I'll give you some sympathy because you're pregnant and being pregnant is really rough on the body, but come on OP, you are being selfish here. 
I'm giving you two out of five buttholes for ruining your husband's well-deserved night, and I'm giving your husband zero out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter-in-law that she is not my kid and she's not invited to a daughter's lunch? I have two daughters. When they were younger, my wife and I realized that I spent more time with the boys and she spent more time with the girls. So we came up with father-daughter dates for me and my wife does son-mom dates. Our kids are all adults now and we still do these dates but they happen much less often. So my two daughters and I are going to a tea house. My youngest picked it and she just wanted to catch up. Now, my oldest son got married to Sue. She's a nice girl, and I see her at holidays and other events. I got a call from Sue asking about times for tea. I got confused and asked what was she talking about. She explained the daughter-father date and that she's my daughter-in-law. I told her that this is just a thing between me and my daughters. She repeated that she's my daughter-in-law. This went on a couple of times until I told her that she's not my kid and she's not invited. She hung up, and now I'm getting calls from my son, her husband, for being a jerk and not welcoming her into the family. Well, OP, you certainly are justified in protecting your father-daughter dates, but at the same time, she is part of your family now, so if she wants to get involved in your life, why not let her? So, OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes because wanting to protect your father-daughter time is reasonable. I'm also giving Sue 0 out of 5 buttholes because her wanting to get involved is also reasonable. And finally, I'm giving Sue's husband 0 out of 5 buttholes because all he did was defend his wife. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.